0: I'm super excited about today's message. and you know the last two weeks i I, I taught on uh, speak faith, not fear. And so today I want to talk about speak peace, not worry. And I really want this message to really come into your life today. Here we are coming into your living room, coming into your screen, wherever you might be watching this today. And I'm so honored and blessed as your as your pastor as the under shepherd of international family church to, to love on you today from afar. You know, I'm a, i am I, I like, I'm a high touch guy. So I, I miss the high fives and the, the hugs and, and the, this the getting up close into people's lives. And so, so we're, we're today, we're honored today. I'm honored today to come into a place where we can talk to each other and minister God's word to you in a very special way i want to bless you today pray for you father thank you for this word today i believe it's a good word i believe it's a word that'll get right to the heart of every individual watching today i thank you father god that that your word is 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 alive your word is on time your word father god is is always in due season giving us exactly what we need. And so I believe that with all my heart today. And I believe, Father God, that your word will fall on good ground. Our hearts are open. Our families are gathered. And we're ready to hear God's word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'm going to get right to our big takeaway. And here's our big takeaway today. It's there are two types of tired. One requires rest and the other requires peace. Isn't that good? Two types of tired. One requires rest and the other requires peace. Now, I don't doubt today that, that the great majority of us uh, listening today need both, especially those of us uh, who are very busy and, and working with our families and so forth. But I believe th- those that are especially doctors, nurses, uh, health care workers, our first responders, man, you are absolutely on the front lines of this pandemic and uh, and and i've been praying for you and thanking god for you god bless you and and i know there's no doubt that you need rest and peace there are those that are working so hard in our grocery stores and those that are working so hard in our pharmacies and truck drivers delivering all these items that we need i want to say to all of you thank you and you're in our prayers and and we're for you and we're standing with you then of course all of our moms and dads that are home working and doing their very best to take care of kids that are home till May 4th, ah, right? Overwhelmed sometimes by the thought of all the food they have to cook and and the teaching and the entertainment 24 seven. So I know there's a lot of you that are really in need of rest. And I pray that you get the rest you need. Now today I wanna talk to you about the peace you need, about the peace you need. And that's very important that we Understand today that in the middle of this worldwide pandemic, a gift was given to us over 2000 years ago. It's a gift that that we need today more than ever. And we read about that gift in John chapter 14, verse 27. Jesus is speaking here and he says, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give you isn't fragile like the peace the world gives. So don't be troubled and afraid. Man, a gift. What a gift that is. A gift that can actually affect our mind and our heart. A gift that can actually make a big difference in our lives. Here's an important lesson that I want to build off of today. It's not about what happens around you. It's not even what matters what's happening to you. Rather, what happens in you is what matters most. What happens in you is what happens, what matters most. You know, there's always going to be crazy things happening around us. There's always going to be these unexpected things that are going to take place that that affect us and, and, and minister to us and unexpected things that happen to us. But what matters the most to God is those areas in our lives that affect the inside of us. Because it's what happens in us that really affects what's around us what's affecting, happening to us. And so life will always be that. And this is a big reality right now that many things are happening around us and many things are happening to us. So let's press in today, put what's happening around us and to us aside and let's recognize for a few minutes what God wants to do in you. Because if you can do, if God can do the work he needs to do in you, then what's around you, And what's happening to you pales in comparison to what's happening inside of you. Wow. So 700 years before Jesus was born, Isaiah prophesied that Jesus would come to be our Prince of Peace. In the Hebrew, Prince of Peace is two words. It's shar shalom. Shar shalom. The word shar is where we get the English word prince. And it literally means the one in charge prince, lord, chief, or general. Now, the Romans turned this word "sar" shar, into czar and eventually turned the word into Caesar, uh, a same word meaning ruler, lord, the one in charge. You're probably more familiar with this second word, and the second word is shalom. It's a typical Jewish greeting, and it's an outstanding word. It really is. And when you really understand the Hebrew word Uh, it's a a meaning that is so large and so pregnant with with thought and understanding because we only have one word, that's the word peace. But here, when you understand this Hebrew word, shalom, you're gonna say, man, I need that. I, I want my life to revolve around that. I need that on the inside of me. You see, the word shalom means wholeness, good health, fulfillment, contentment, Completion, favor, prosperity, tranquility, safety, restoration, harmony, reconciliation, right? All these things, uh, such meaning that come out of one word, shalom. It's arguably one of the most important words in the Bible. You can see why. So put the two together. Shar shalom means he is the Lord of good health. He is the chief of tranquility. He is the ruler of favor. He is the general of contentment. He is the one in charge of wholeness and completeness. He literally is all of them wrapped up in one. What a great word. What an awesome understanding today. And this is what God wants you to have living on the inside of you because you know, Jesus is peace. He's the essence of it. He embodies it completely. It's not something that he has on him or something that's that's in him like us, he is it. He is peace. Uh, Jesus is peace, and peace is Jesus. So a message about peace is a message about Jesus, and a message about Jesus is a message about peace. And if you know him, this peace automatically lives on the inside of you. So every one of you, a church family, that Jesus is your Lord, and 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 he, you are a follower of Christ. This lives in you, praise God. When Jesus is in your heart, peace is in your heart, which makes certain verses in a word of God make that much more sense. Let me read a couple to you today. John 14, 27 says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. What a great verse. Psalm 4, 8 says, in peace I will lie down and sleep for you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety for you alone, meaning you'll never find this kind of peace except through him. Peace cannot be found anywhere else. Counseling tries it. Medicine tries it. Drugs and alcohol tries it, right? World leaders have tried to make peace and treaties and they've tried it. But nothing can produce real, lasting peace that really transforms your soul. And Psalm 29 11 says, The Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. Wow, that's awesome. The peace of God. Ephesians 2 13, one last verse says, But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once afar away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace who has made the two groups one and destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. All these verses uh, and others like them are telling us that it's impossible for you to have peace without a vital, authentic, genuine relationship and connection with Jesus. He possesses it all. He has it all. Everything you need is. Everything that's going around you today, everything that's happening in your home, in your employment, in your health, and all the crazy things that are taking place. Thank God Jesus wants to be and is your Prince of Peace. Have you ever asked anyone to define peace for you? I have. And you get a variety of of definitions when you ask people how how they define peace. And one of the ones I hear regularly is, it's this wonderful feeling or emotion. And understand, the peace of God is not a feeling, and it's not an emotion. It's so much more than that, isn't it? Another common answer I get is, it's the absence of conflict. Well, it sounds right, but it's not accurate either, because you can't get rid of conflict and automatically have peace. So think about it this way. Peace is not the absence of something. It's the presence of someone. Ha <laughs> that's so good. Uh, that'll, that'll make you happy right there. It's not the absence of something. It's not the absence from all the, the things that are around us and all the challenges that we're facing right now. It is the presence of someone. Even though there are things all around us, it's so important that you understand it's the presence of someone inside of you. If you want peace, it's not a matter of getting rid of stuff. It's not a matter of this virus being over. And we're believing that it's going to be over and we're free and whole and well from it, no doubt. Amen. It's more about receiving someone. Amen. The purpose of this message is to really help you press in to have a personal understanding and relationship with Char Shalom. And how do we do that? How do we activate the peace of God in our life? Well, I believe it's going to require three decisions, three intentional decisions. Let me go through those today because I believe once you understand the importance of these three intentional decisions, your life will never again be the same. So number one, get under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Peace doesn't come by hoping for it or thinking it or taking something to have it or even trying to buy it. Um, Let's understand this principle of the lordship of Jesus Christ, because this really is life changing. There's a life changing statement in Isaiah. uh, And and he's speaking of Jesus. And he says this in Isaiah 9, 6. Uh, He says, actually 9, 7 says, of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. That's a powerful statement. Of the greatness of his government and peace, There will be no end. The government here that's upon the shoulders of Jesus is is not a political government. This verse is referring to the governing of our lives, the governing of our lives. We are not supposed to be running our own lives. In fact, we're not very good at it, (laughs) right? We're not very good at it. And I'm not very good at it. And you're not very good at it. And we try our best to have everything in a row. We have our, you know, we, we love to have everything in order. And, uh, and when life happens unexpectedly, man, it can throw us for a loop in a big way. We're not very good at running our own lives, but thank God he wants to have involvement in our lives. See, uh, the, I like this promise that, that to no end will be there an increase of his government and peace. And here, listen very carefully. The more his government increases in my life, the more He governs my life, my thoughts, my conversations, my decisions, my actions, the more peace I'm going to have. Amen. See, the greater you turn over parts of your life to Him and allow Him to govern your life, your thoughts, your conversations, your decisions, your actions, man, life can begin to change for you. And most people think Lordship is simply calling Jesus Lord. But that's such a small part of it. It's wonderful and it's important. You need to call Jesus Lord. But here we're talking about that there's a a, a lot of people that would like Jesus to be Lord over their lives, but they're not under his government. They're not under his lordship. And, And we need to understand lordship means under a covering, a canopy, his authority. A lot of Christians call him Lord but live under their own covering, their own direction, their own desire, their own control, and and then expecting God to bless it. So you can't be in control and want God to be in control. You can't say, "I'll, I'll do this my way and expect the lordship of Jesus to work in your life. It just doesn't happen. His highest and best is realized when we come up under his lordship under his authority under his canopy of protection and that's the beauty of the peace of god you are you and your families are coming under the canopy of his protection and authority in your life acts 10:36 says you know the message god sent to the people of israel announcing this good news of peace through jesus christ who is lord of all so many believers You know, uh, they're on their way to heaven, but they have no peace on earth. You know, there's just conflict and strife and confusion and anxiety and constant worry. And and too many want the package that he brings without a relationship that goes along with it. And so this lordship is so very important. Uh, There's nothing outside of his lordship that will ever bring you peace. Now, listen to this. In fact, if you can identify any area of your life where you are not experiencing God's peace, it's most likely an area where Jesus is not Lord over that area. I know that's tough, but it's reality. It's true for some area where, where you're not experiencing the peace of God. It's most likely that part has not come under that thought life, that Part of your life has not come under the canopy of his protection and his authority. Money, health, marriage, children, relationships, business, your thought life, uh, on and on it goes. In order to restore the, the, God's plan and purpose for your life, in order to restore peace, get under his lordship. The second thing we need to activate uh, for the peace of God to be in our lives, the second uh, intentional decision Number two, bring Jesus into every situation. Bring Jesus into every situation. If you don't have peace in a specific area, man, bring Jesus into that area. So many have a church life and a normal life. No, we need to make sure that we make these this life of ours one life, not a separate church life and not a separate everyday life. Our, our goal here at IFC is not just to, have an authentic, relevant church that you love attending, and and we will one day again, and your friends to invite them. It's so much more than that. We want you to have a, a church where you understand that we want to live for Jesus every day of the week, that we want our message and we want the word of God to affect you for every day, not just on Sundays, but every day of the week. See, we 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 bring what we discover on Sunday. We bring what we learn on Sunday, into every part of our lives. For those of you who are still going to an office to work, some of you are bring Jesus to your office. For those of you that are working from home, bring Jesus into your home. For those of you that feel overwhelmed having your children at home, um, uh, all the, all the time and effort that it takes man, bring Jesus into your concerns, absolutely. For those of you who are stuck in your dark thoughts, man, bring Jesus into your thoughts. For those of you that are carefully uh, venturing out to market basket and stop and shop to do grocery buying, man, bring Jesus into those long lines. Bring Jesus in his canopy of peace as you venture out um, and, and know that the peace of God is there with you. Amen. Bring Jesus into every area of your life. Don't have a cultural Jesus, meaning one way on Sunday and another way Monday through Saturday, right? The day you make them one is a new day for you. The day that you bring Jesus into every area of your life, the day that you bring your life under his government, under the lordship of Jesus Christ, your life will never again be the same. Here's our last point today. It's very important that you understand that when you get under the lordship of Jesus Christ, right? And you bring Jesus into every situation, then number three, keep your mind on Jesus. Keep your mind on Jesus. There are 31,103 verses in the Bible. I thought that piece of trivia would be important to you, (laughs) right? Sounds like an odd number, doesn't it? But what it does is it gives one verse as the center of the Bible, verse number 15,552. And can you guess what the central verse of the whole Bible is about? Yeah, Isaiah 26, verse three. It says this, the center of the Bible says this, you will guard him and keep him in perfect and constant peace whose mind is stayed on you because he commits himself to you, leans on you and hopes confidently in you. Wow. Isn't that awesome that, that God knew that from the very center focus of the Bible would be peace. We would need peace. We would need to lean on that peace and hope confidently in that peace and commit ourselves to that peace and, and, and let that peace be the center of our lives. That's the goodness of God, because God knows exactly what you need, what I need, especially during this time. So think about this, during the coronavirus season, you might be asking, where in the world is my peace? All that means is there are certain areas of your life that are not under His Lordship, under His canopy of protection, under His authority. And what areas do you need to put under His Lordship today? What areas that, that you can identify that you need to say, today is that day, Lord, forgive me for trying to do this myself, trying to figure this out myself, trying to m- get all the decisions and strategy all myself and, and so forth. Jesus came to be your shah shalom. He came to be the Lord of your rest. He came to be the chief of your tranquility. He came to be the ruler of your favor. He came to be the general of your contentment. And he came to be the one in charge of your wholeness and completeness. And here's what I'm believing with you. Here's what I'm believing, God, that this message and this season that we find ourselves will take place in your life. That during this unprecedented time that we find ourselves in, that you will discover a deeper peace that will not only carry you through this season, But when this season is over, that you will continue to operate in the peace of God for many more seasons yet to come. That's God's plan. That's God's purpose. Not just to have this peace activated in your life today and through this season, but every day of your life for every season that'll come and go in your life. Romans 5, one says, therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Wow. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for what he's done for us. Thank God for the for all his his love and and attention and concern for us today. And I want to pray with you and believe God that that where you are right now, sitting around with your family or a friend or wherever you are by yourself, that you are opening your heart up and allowing the Spirit of God to really minister life to you. Remember our big takeaway. There are two types of tired. One requires rest and the others requires peace. Only bow our heads for a moment. And there, wherever you are, let's just believe God that that this peace of God comes to your rescue. This peace of God comes and and shores you up and helps you understand how good God is and how he wants to take care of every detail of your life. Now, Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for the peace of God over every family and friend of IFC, over every person watching from near and far that they are reminded today about your peace, and about your plan, and about your purpose, and about how you so desire to come to their rescue today. And we pray, Father God, right now as our hearts are open, that your peace comes alive on the inside of us, that your peace rises up within us, that your peace, Lord God, stabilizes us and keeps us strong and focused Lord, in the midst of so much contradictory uh, uh, circumstances and all the news and everything that we're hearing that's changing so rapidly, we believe, Father God, that you are our peace. Now listen very carefully. Those of you who don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, I want to make sure Jesus lives inside of your heart. I want to make sure that you invite him to, to live and be Lord and master over your life. I want to make sure that Jesus lives in you, that your sins are forgiven, and your life is made brand new, and that you have purpose and understanding of of the goodness of God in our lives. Now, if you don't know him today, I want to encourage you to pray this prayer after me, to say that, Jesus, I need you, and I need you to be uh, Lord over my life. Let's pray this prayer together. If you need Jesus today, let's pray this prayer together in unison as a family throughout all the places that you find yourself in today. Let's say this, Jesus, come into my heart. Change me from the inside out. I need you, Jesus. I declare you as my Lord and savior. Forgive me from my sin. And I believe that from this day forward that you will rule and reign in my life and that peace will come alive in me. I'm forgiven, I'm blood bought, and my life will never again be the same. I come up under your Lordship and receive by faith, forgiveness, salvation, and eternal life. In Jesus' name, we pray. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for being a part Uh, of what God is doing here at IFC Uh, love you and miss you and and praying for you on a regular basis please stay in touch with each other please participate with all the 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 services online noon online all, all, all the life groups everything that's going on we're doing this for you so that we together can be a strong family sure do love you and sure do appreciate you God bless you you have a great day Thanks for listening. To stay connected, find out our service times, or how you can get involved, please visit intlfamilychurch.com for more information. Our mission at International Family Church is to help you know God for yourself, to find freedom in your life, to discover your God-given purpose, and help you make a difference in the lives of those around you. One of the easiest ways you can help us do that is simply by sharing this podcast and connecting with us online. You can do so by subscribing, leaving a review on iTunes, or sharing it with your friends on Facebook. Thanks again for listening.